My next guest is a Canadian icon, journalist, author, speaker, and of course, we know and love her for her years as host of the new music and fashion television. She has been the editor of fashion magazines, hosted fashion segments on countless TV shows, and I'm going to add cancer survivor to that list. I'm talking about the great Jeannie Becker. Welcome to Toronto this weekend, Jeannie. Oh, thanks so much. Uh, good morning, and wow, that was a nice introduction. Uh, yeah, it's been a, it's been a while. I, I certainly I've certainly been through a lot, and uh, and actually, it's all been great. Even the cancer journey, it was uh, an extraordinary year. I want to I want to go through that a little bit with you. It was a little bit over a year ago that you shared um, your diagnosis. Why do so? Why go public? Oh, I, I, boy, I think I'd be quite the hypocrite if I didn't. My life has always been an open book. I thought I have a platform uh, to touch people. I have a platform to uh, try to to connect with people, and that's all I ever wanted to do. I mean, I'm, I was all about communication, and that's why I got into this business. And I thought that uh, maybe it was time to, to try and normalize the conversation surrounding cancer and try to eradicate some of the fear. When you did that, did you hear from people that you touched by being so raw and authentic that maybe uh, you just even you didn't even know existed? I, I'm sure you got a lot of love. Oh, I cannot tell you what. You know, it, it's so funny. Um, I I made the announcement. It was National Cancer Wellness Day. I didn't know there was such a thing, but it was. And that was, and it was the first day that I was going to sit in the chemo chair because I decided to have my chemotherapy first and then surgery and then radiation. Okay. So I was just at the very beginning of my journey and I, I sent a picture of myself out there on Instagram and told people, you know, that I was, uh, I was going through this journey. My Instagram following doubled overnight. Wow. I started getting so many comments, messages, DMs, you know, it really was one of the best things I ever did. I know so many people are afraid to share their story or they just don't want to, or they're very private. And I can really understand that. But for me, I'm, I'm a public person and, and it just made perfect sense to do that. And the love and the support that came back to me was absolutely overwhelming and really proved to be the wind beneath my wings. As I went through that journey, I can't tell you how much, that helped me, this incredible love and support that came at me. People were just really positive and sharing their stories. Just so moving to me. Well, it was incredible. I mean, I could, yeah, love can be so healing, right? And when you know you have a community around you, uh, that can also just add to just your spirit and, and, and your outlook on life. Can you take us back to your diagnosis? How did you find out you had breast cancer? Well, I just went for a routine mammogram. Uh, I was part of the Mount Sinai Hospital breast screening program. And they told me, okay, come every two years for a mammogram, which I religiously went every two years for, you know, again, this is something that we really have to address because we need to go every year. And also if you have dense breasts, you should be going for additional screening. One mammogram a year is not enough. You have dense breasts and find out if you do, because uh, this is just a whole new awareness now about breast cancer and you have to also have um, 
uh, additional screening. You have to also have, have an MRI or you should also have an ultrasound. But at any rate, I was going every two years. I was feeling 100%. I felt totally fine. And a couple of days later, I get a call. Oh, we found a mass. I went, what? Oh, God, it's probably nothing. It's probably a cyst. They went, no, it's like three centimeters. And you better come back for an ultrasound and a biopsy, which is next to cancer is probably one of the scariest mm. words in the English language. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so I did that. And then they, they also said, and come for an MRI too. And uh, a few days later, I found out that, yeah, I've got uh, invasive carcinoma. I mean, it was just like really very scary. I also um, had a breast cancer that wasn't one of the easier, various kinds of breast cancer. And I was positive. Um, thank God there's a drug called Herceptin that was invented about 20 years ago that it was absolute lifesaver. It's a miracle drug. Mm. So in addition to my regular chemotherapy, I was also put on this Herceptin drug for a year. And uh, that, that really helped. Um, anyway, it, it was a journey. It was something that the, the fear was, you know, there initially. But as soon as I met my oncology team at Princess Margaret Hospital, which I, I viewed as my temple of healing, mm. um, I, they just made me feel so much better. When Once you have a plan going forward, you know what you have to do and you stick to it. I just knew that I was the child of Holocaust survivors mm. and I was going to be a survivor too. So I was going to leave fear on the table. I love my life too much to go down any you know, dark rabbit holes. And I was going to live in the light and uh, approach this journey with positivity and strength. And it's made me a bigger, better, wiser, more courageous person for sure. It's been an incredible year, as I said. I love how you said that because I, fear is a choice and we can we can make that choice. But you chose to, leave, as you said, leave fear on the table. You also um, documented in your Instagram that you have learned an abundance of life lessons. What have you learned about yourself in this process? Uh, I've learned that I'm much tougher than I thought mm. I was, you know, um, and I've learned that I do have the power to you know, if you can't change the situation, change your mind. Yeah. And I, I, I learned that, yeah, I did. Because, you know, the first few scary days of all this, you start thinking, how am I ever going to go on with my life? Everything's got to change. Everything's going to halt in a way. And that's absolutely not true. That doesn't have to be the case at all. I love my life way too much to to do that. I thought, you know, God forbid, even if I had like, six months left, I was going to live in the light and try to get the most that I could out of every single day. And uh, I realized that a positive attitude is the only attitude that you can have going through a journey of this nature. Um, and if you're not there, and if, you know, it's, it's, it's not always easy to adopt a positive attitude, but you've just got to work on it or get the help that you might need yeah. to work on it. But um, I, I think attitude counts for so very much. Oh, yeah. And, oh, I'm so glad that I was able to share that positivity with everybody. Yeah, I mean, science shows it, right? Your attitude can definitely change uh, your health and, and your recovery. What was it like ringing the bell at Princess Margaret <laughs> Cancer Center and being on the other side of that journey? Well, yeah, I mean, well, first of all, I rang the, first you rang the bell when I got through my 12 chemo treatments. Yeah. I went through chemo. And then I rang the bell when I went through my um, radiation, you know, because I had 15 rounds of radiation. That, that was another kind of, they actually they give you a gong to bang. <laughs> and that was fun. And then I got to ring the bell again when I finished my year 
of Herceptin treatments. Mm. Like, I had a few of those rushes, yeah. bringing that gong, and, and that's great. And every step of the journey, it's just such an accomplishment. But uh, cancer uh, is something that never really leaves you psychologically mm. um, once you're affected by it. Yeah, I, I may be on the other side of this crazy bout with cancer that I had, but, you know, there's always the chance God forbid, you know, that it could come back. So we have to be incredibly vigilant. Mm-hmm. We're always aware of our vulnerability. And, um, and, it, and truly, that's, that's the case for everybody. You know, every single person, you know, on this planet, you know, runs the risk of getting cancer somehow. We don't know how we get it, right? I mean, half of all people will be uh, diagnosed with cancer in their lifetime. Um, it, it just feels so great that we're at this point in history when so much can be done, when cancer is not a death sentence anymore, when there's so much hope and so many people have been not only treated for cancer, but cured. I mean, that was, that was music to my ears when my oncologist said, well, we're lucky because we caught it early. So it's not only treatable, it's curable. I mean, I was like stage two. Um, it, the news isn't always that good, especially for people with stage four cancer, but I'm meeting a lot of people who are surviving yeah. with stage four cancer. So it, it's just a wonderful time um, in, in medical history. So much is being done and new advances are being made every single day. On this being the start of Breast Cancer Awareness Month, yeah. I just want to urge everybody, you women have to go for mammograms, not only every year, you, then you find out if you have dense breasts, because they're going to tell you now in Ontario mm-hmm. what your level of breast density is. And if you're and over 50, well, just about 50% of women have dense breasts. Yep. So if you have dense breasts, you must also get additional screening. And, um, and all this screening now starts at the age of 40 rather than 50, which is also a really, really great thing. So, uh, you know, you just got to take care of yourselves. And uh, Jeannie, you know, I have sec- really have to. Jeannie, I have seconds left, but I do want to. I do want to ask the question: How is your health today? How are you doing today? Oh, great! I'm Good. great. You know, I'm on a drug now for the next five years. It makes me a little achy, but okay. that's okay. I'm pushing through it, um, and and just so grateful each and every day. You know, I open my eyes, and it's like, wow, I got to live to see another one. Yeah. So um, I've never been busier, um, and just so grateful for for all the support that I've received and for all the uh all the love it's it's an, it's an incredible time in my life so well, you I'm are sorry. you are amazing and thank you for taking us on this bold journey and sharing uh I'm sure you know there are a lot of hard times but sharing that with the world and I'm sure that you've given a lot of hope to people who are also journeying through cancer thank you for being on the show this morning oh thank you so much so much love take good care take care that was Jeannie Becker the Canadian icon, uh, journalist, author, speaker, and cancer survivor. Stay with us. We have so much more to come.